Once again, I'm delighted to say that we're here with Mark Risby, Chief Technical Officer of Boxer Systems. And uh, today we want to talk to Mark on this particular podcast about the cloud. Is it the panacea everyone sees it to be? Is it actually fit for purpose? Does one cloud fit all uh, versus, say, an on-prem system? Um, Mark, what are your thoughts on that matter? Um, yeah, it's a good question. And it, again, it is, it is still uh, still very timely. I think a lot of people are, you know, working out uh, for their for their own personal systems whether the cloud was right. So we, we're, yeah. we're in that stage now where people have gone away and tried stuff in the cloud and are running services in the cloud. Um, but I think uh, we're beginning to understand, I think, the true costs of the cloud. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not always cheaper. But we're getting the benefits um, of seeing how flexible it can be. Mm-hmm. So for some people, the way their cost models work, they would just rather do it on a pay-as-you-go method. Sure. Um, but we're also finding those that are, are actually returning to some more on-prem solutions because actually overall it is just cheaper. Really? Uh, and more flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the sense if you own it, it's there, it's ready to go. Sometimes, you know, the, 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 the methods of provisioning cloud and building systems is not zero cost. You need to maintain, you know, those yeah. systems. People need to understand how to configure them. That's an internal resource. You need to manage licensing and, you know, that type of thing and, and, and other environments in, in Google or, you know, Amazon or wherever. And, you know, that's not free. So you've got to kind of understand the of whole end to end, you know, yeah. all of the costs involved. So, you know, we, we've had um We've had a lot of interest in, in sort of hybrid approaches um, to the cloud. I was just about to ask you if a hybrid approach was something that might be applicable to. Yeah, I think it is, and, and it gets it, it's getting easier as, as I think the manufacturers are, are working out licensing models, for example, um, and, and perhaps as they gain more experience with both both approaches. Well, I think I think some people went and gave. Uh, you know, gave the market what the market was asking for the cloud, and then realised perhaps that wasn't what they actually needed <laughs> when they got there. But that that's, that happens in a new, new technology, and yeah, I think course. you know we've we've all got to understand how we how we do it. So, you know, what we're seeing right now, um, for example, is more flexible approaches um, to storage and transcoding. Um, you know, on the storage front, we're yeah, right. um, yeah seeing someone like Cumulo, um, you know, coming up with some very clever technology mm-hmm. where they are leveraging. Uh, the cloud for you know uh, some storage and having a presence on prem as well. Oh right, and but keeping them in a single namespace, a single file system, so that the media is wherever it needs to be, and, and you cut it as you need it. So I might excuse me want some storage in Amazon mm-hmm. to go with my compute instances that are running up there. Yeah. So Cumulo lets you do that. Bang. Uh, if you've got your storage up in uh, you know in, in say Cumulo. Um, you know, uh, system uh, in the cloud, you're not paying egress and ingress charges sure. because it's there on your own system. You sure. effectively put your own storage in the cloud. Now, media is big, and we sometimes <laughs> forget that. So egress costs for media can be quite significant. So to be able to run up a system um, that mirrors what you've got on the ground mm-hmm. uh, in the cloud that you've got control over, it's secure, you own it, it's not in general purpose storage, that gives... Some people some um, comfort. Some comfort. Yeah. yeah. You know, not everybody's happy with their media being in the cloud. Um, some people write into their contracts that it's not allowed. But yet you still have the flexibility of putting your compute up there when you need it. Um, Telestream are also adding new functionality into their transcode 
um, systems. Um, we're seeing uh, something called Cloud Port, which enables right. you to put some smart switching into your transcode workflows, yeah. um, or you know, your media workflows in general, and make decisions based on what you do on-prem and what you do in the cloud, mm-hmm. and also work out the costings. So you can look at it, um, and the workflow can say, well, do you know what, right now with the workload you've got, you know, and the timescales that you have, firing that media to the cloud is cheaper, or it will cost you this to do that. Is that a sensible choice? So you're getting a more informed view yeah. of how much that's going to cost. Um, that, to me, is, is a very, you know, uh, the right way to go. I think, um, you know, to have an on-prem model uh, that still, you know, maintains your performance because, you know, still getting stuff up to the cloud and back again sure. is not always the quickest, you know. Yeah. Um, having it on-prem means you've got a pretty guaranteed workflow. You yeah. know how long it's going to take and that you can, you can uh, be very reliant on that. But having the ability to burst into the cloud when you want, um, whether it's for capacity or whether um, mm-hmm. also you might want to do it for a DR purpose. So we've got a lot of people who yeah. want to say, right, I've got two offices. Can I leverage the resources better in both offices, you know, in terms of utilization? Sure. Or can I use one office as a DR site for the other office? So, yeah. again, the kind of Cumulo model allows you um, to have... Uh, replicating systems across multiple uh, physical data centers, Mm -hmm. on-prem cloud or whatever, in in an intelligent way so that your media is where you need it to be. Right. Your transcode can work in a similar way. You've got something that's far more flexible than we were able to offer, you know, not that long ago. So, yeah, it it kind of, I think the hybrid method uh, and sort of approach to it is something that is probably far more usable and real um, compared to what we've seen. It makes a lot more sense and it also gives you the options, but I think they're options born of informed decisions. What I hear you saying is that the main thing is you want is if whether you decide to go on-prem in the cloud or a hybrid approach, it's about making an informed decision of what's going to be work best for your operation and your budget. Absolutely, and that's what we're doing a lot of is helping people calculate that. So you know there are times where a pure cloud play works. You know you look yeah. at it and go, do you know what I've got X amount of you know say transcode to do in Y amount of time. Um, let me work out a pay-as-you-go model to use a cloud mm-hmm. provider. It's really straightforward. I'm never going to do it again. That's a great, you know, reason to cloud something. Um, and but you know, other times, you know, very quickly you run the numbers and buying a system and running the tin on the ground actually just makes financial sense. Um, you know, you have to do all of the numbers if you're running something in the cloud. It's not just the price per minute of doing it in the cloud. You need someone to, you know, manage that service yourself, you know, and, and you will need um, engineers or developers or whoever it is, admins, to, to be running that service the same as they would be running a service on-prem. You just don't have the tin there. <laughs> well, Mark, you and I are both on-prem at the moment. We'll have to see if we can get this podcast up in the cloud. But as ever, I very much appreciate your time. Thank, Thank you. you.